Hey all, it's the Puppet Parent Podcast. In this episode, Z and I are going to talk about being secretly nobility, uh, camping in the woods with our kids, and a little bit about script writing. It's all coming up next on the Puppet Parent Podcast. Hello, my name is Chad. And my name is Z. And we are the Puppet Parent Podcast. Yay! Yay, that's so nice. <laughs> well, Z, oh, how are you today? It's another Sunday. That's right. We made it through another week. Mm-hmm. It's the 16th official podcast and the 17th week that we've been doing this. Wow. Yeah. If it is, is it in like... Um, are we at that that stage in like in like baby uh, counting where we stop counting weeks and just start counting months? No, I think we start counting in the size of fruits. That's <laughs> that's the stage that we're at. So I think we're the size of a an orange. I gotta I gotta tell you, I think we should rename this the puppet parent pandemic because that's what it feels like sometimes. Am I right, audience? You yeah. know, uh, because because this has been like kind of like our way to document how we're feeling week to week because it totally changes every single week. Like, what are we up to this week besides trying to not be sick and being exhausted? Yay! <laughs> I'm exa- I, I did a bunch of work in the woods today, and that's why I'm kind of, like, pooped. Yeah. Yeah. I've been trying to motivate our children to do their schoolwork. Yeah. And oh, that's just been... Um, you know, an ongoing, uh, some days are better than others. And I, I mean, I'm sure that we, we could have taken a summer break from that, but I, I really don't know what the fall is going to look like. So to me, it feels like let's just do a little bit every day that there is no summer break, that being out here in inherently is summer break in a sense, just getting to be outdoors and play around with a dog and camp in the woods sometimes and stuff. Um, but we are still trying to do schoolwork every day. So just a little, you know, I I say to Leaf, we have this huge pile. Leaf is our seven-year-old. Um, let's, if, what, what would happen? How amazing would it be if we were to get through this pile by the end of the summer, you know, because it just was impossible to get through it um, during the actual school year because it just was impossible. Um, or something else would have suffered. Something else would, like, you know, I have a day job. I should mention that. I also am a co-artistic director of Wonderspark Puppets, but I also work as the um, foundation manager for the Jim Henson Foundation, of which Cheryl Henson is president. And um, I work for that foundation and uh, do 32 hours a week for them. So I'm trying to, you know, be mindful of making sure that the foundation work gets done because a lot of people rely on that. Um, And then also trying to get the schoolwork done and then also trying to, you know, be a part of our artistic company that we do together. (laughs) So (laughs) it's... How's that working out? Well, how has it always worked out? I think think no matter if there's a pandemic or not, that, that dynamic has stayed true for the last you, you know, know you try to find your way with it some weeks are better than others mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah why are you working on in the woods um so we uh my dad and my brother have been working on the deck for this log cabin house big log cabin house my my entire family 
That's my two brothers and my one sister and their families. We can all come together in this huge house and stay. Uh, we're not at the moment, but it's possible. Like that's what we had been doing for um, and during the summertime mm -hmm. and during like wintertime, Christmas. We would all get together twice a year, or at least that or at least that was always the goal. But so they finally have mostly finished the deck after three years of every summer saying this is it's done. This is it. But it turned out, it turned out to be a way bigger job than, than either of them thought. So now there is a bunch of wood just sitting in piles. The old deck stuff is sitting in one pile. The deck parts that they didn't use is in another pile. And then there's a third pile of wood. It's been sitting there for five years, probably four or five from this other project that we all helped out on making the, the big kids, uh, the kids tree fort, mm -hmm. which is massive. So I've been using little pieces of that uh, from each pile to construct stuff at the camp because we, we made a camp in the back. It started out as um, just a, like a little spot where a tree had got knocked over in a big uh, windstorm. And so there was this lovely little light coming through the, the forest that was perfect for reading in. Um, and now it's like a full-blown camp and there's a we've added stuff every single time we have there's a tire swing there's an actual tent out there right now there's like a screen bug free zone with uh, chairs and a table and, <laughs> and a shelf um, and a fire pit and stones around like a, a, like you know we're adding adding to it all the time it's a fun project um, and today well, the d dad had dragged out with a tractor these really heavy, maybe like a thousand pound uh, steps for the old deck. It just, it just these stairs that went up to the old deck. It's about like 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 uh, four feet tall, but they're massive, and the wood that they use is supremely heavy. So he dragged them out to the campsite because I told him, "Oh yeah, we could totally use those." I was thinking bleacher seats. I don't think I used those words, but I said, "Just bring them out." And he got as close to I wanted as he could with a tractor. And then I tried to lift this huge thing <laughs> and kind of like like sidle it over into place, which did not work. Uh, it's way too heavy. Um, so he and I together smushed it up against this tree. Now they're bleacher seats, and now they need to be secured. So today I secured them. Many trips back and forth between the campsite and the house, figuring out what I needed each time. I'm sure a lot of uh, DIY parents can relate. It's like, get out there, I'm like, okay, what do I need? Okay, I think I need a shovel and this amount of wood. Okay, good, go back and get it, come back. Okay, I actually don't need the shovel because there's too many roots and rocks. Um, oh, I need a screw gun, okay, go back, get the screw gun. Okay, I can't find the right bit. I can't get the bit to fit into the screw gun. I have to go find somebody and talk to, you know, and so on and so on and so on and so on. Finally, it got done after a couple hours. So now it is more secure, not completely secure. <laughs> and then I, and I put little um, little flat tops on top of it's something. So it's like bleacher seating on an old pair of stairs. But now you can like rest a drink if you're sitting on top. So yeah, I feel like I'm I'm adding more and more things to this hangout spot uh, with the idea of that our kids will be teenagers someday, and that it'll be like a cool teenager hangout spot. Also kind of making it, you know, it would be awesome if our friends could come, you know, and hang out in the woods. And it made me really sad today to think like, oh man, I guess I've kind of been building this for me to hang out with my friends. And that's not happening <laughs> anytime soon. 
So yeah, I, I miss my friends today. My friends that I usually see once a year at this big video game music festival that is still, for whatever reason, hasn't canceled yet, but it's gonna cancel. Uh, it's in January this year. And I keep telling Z, and you keep telling me that I say this every year, that uh, this will be the last year for our improv troupe, man, because somebody's gonna cancel it, somebody's gonna cut it. We're getting too old, we're all 40 now. Do 40 year olds even play video games anymore? The, the answer is yes, we play different types. Nobody's playing Fortnite, nobody's on TikTok. <laughs> we're not even on TikTok. Yeah, but yeah. but okay. Well, glass half empty. Yes. I mean, it. But and every year you end up going or seeing them in some capacity. So I bet that you'll still have some kind of meetup online this year to commemorate uh, Magfest. It won't be the same, but I'm sure that you you'll plan something, and um, you know next year in the Holy Land, as they say. <laughs> so Karen Fox says hi. Hey, Karen. Hi, Karen. Um, and, oh, Kelly's on. Kelly, we have Kelly, been spending. Kelly no. Oh. Kelly McLean, oh. who taught our children in forest school in a program oh. called Forest Explorers. Miss Kelly. Miss Kelly. The Miss Kelly. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Um, from Queen's Botanical Celebrity Garden. Here. She's no longer oh. with Queen's Botanical Garden because she's moved on to um, even more amazing opportunities. But I want to just say, since I have you here, right here, <laughs> to tell you how I feel about you, uh, with everyone listening, who gets to have that moment? I am right now. Um how appreciative we have been for you in our life because um, having uh, you be in uh, Leaf's life and you be in Finn's life to um, teach them to value uh, playing outside and to value all of the things that you uh, brought to a level of importance in that school was just so amazing and I missed that time so much. I loved um, that time with you in forest school. I wish I could have been a little kid going to forest school with Miss Kelly. <laughs> so since you're here, I just want you to know how much you are appreciated, how much you matter, and how much you are loved. Because um, I feel like uh, the end of forest school, everything got so busy for our family, and we didn't get to actually say that to you enough in person. So I'm telling you right now, in front of everybody, forever. It's recorded forever on the internet. So thanks, there it is. Thanks, Miss Kelly. Th thanks for um, letting our two-year-old and then three-year-old uh, sleep during class. Because <laughs> he would just pass out, and they would just put him in the tent of pillows while they wandered around the forest with the rest of the kids. <laughs> that was very nice. We didn't get to see, we didn't get to see Miss Kelly during, you know, like these, this last, uh, uh, kind of like, um, the, the movement, global movement for, for justice, I know. you know, I know. and I really, I feel like this, this would have been a teacher wearing her Black Lives Matter t-shirt oh, every single day. Yeah. Um, and, and us having that conversation more with our kids. Well, she said that she's starting a new forest school in the Bronx. Of so course. if you need a quote from us for anything, <laughs> you just let me know and I will, I will write you the most amazing, beautiful quote that has ever been quoted by a quoting person who can quote things. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I think the bridge uh, took her out because some some days Miss Kelly wouldn't make it to Queens because the bridge would get super backed up, oh, the Whitestone yeah, Bridge. Yeah. So, yeah, have fun. 
And the Bronx is nice to... Well, she lives in the Bronx, so it's nice to work where you live. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, and to be a part of that community. So yeah. I'm so happy. I'm so happy that you're doing more forest school out there. There is a, definitely a need uh, for it, so you're going to do great. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm... Oh, I should re- what I should be doing is forest school right now with our kids. That would be ideal. But then instead, I feel like um, I, I don't know. I'm, I think I'm just constantly overwhelmed is just where I'm at. And then the easy thing is to do the pile. Like we have this pile from school. And we love Leaf School. It's um, and actually, Miss Kelly, you should know that there are a handful of people who started with you at Forest Explorers at Queens Botanical Garden and who now go to the Q Studio Lab. So um, I'm not going to uh, be specific with names because privacy stuff. But um, there is at least two other families that I can think of off the top of my head, and I think there might even be a third. Um, and our family who worked with you at Queens Botanical Garden and now are going to this micro school in Sunnyside, Queens. So, yes. Yes. Yay, micro schools. Yeah. We, we are uh, members of a micro nation. Is it, is it time yeah, to, <laughs> is it time well, to let are. everybody in? You, you, you made it happen. Oh no, we, we, we are, um, we're members <laughs> of a, of a, of a, we're, we're nobility actually. <laughs> We are we are the Lady Briggs and the Lord Williams of the greatest one of the greatest micronations because there's so many great ones. If you don't know, <laughs> micronations are you you can be a country doesn't matter how big doesn't matter if you're the eastern half of Oklahoma doesn't matter if you are a pe- a rock that somebody could stand on which is an actual micronation I love it because every year there's there's a gathering of all the my of the heads of state of micronations and one time this one woman brought a rock and she says wherever I put this rock is where all I have to do is stand on it and I'm in my country <laughs> I love it um yeah, so uh, one of the best micronations out there is off the East Coast Gesundheit of England, which is where my, where my mom was. My mom emigrated from England when she was a baby. Um, and it's the, the country of Sealand. <laughs> so look it up. It's a fascinating story. Um, legally recognized because of pirates... They were they were they had to fend off. Uh, so it's it's um, around World War II. England made a bunch of uh, of like um, things in the ocean. I don't know what you would call them. Well, they're like they a were docking for station the military. For a ship. They were military. Oh, like an an- oh, it's an anti-aircraft gun station. So imagine like a yeah. like two hundred foot cement hollow pillars with like a helipad landing on top where you could. Uh, have like an anti-aircraft gun in the middle of the ocean off the English coast. So those are just laying bare, just empty. And uh, uh, a fun-loving guy decided to set up a pirate radio station on this thing, on on this pier in the off middle, the of, off the coast, in the middle of nowhere. Uh, <laughs> and he decided cheekily to call it his own country, Sealand, because why not? They had their own flag, they have their own motto, they fended off pirates with real weapons, and they had uh, Germans come to try and take it over, but far after the war in the 70s. Uh, and they held them hostage and negotiated directly with the German government uh, and went into court, and the English court recognized them as an actual country and to, to get them released back to Germany. And they were like, there it is. Boom, we're a legit country. Take that, England. You can't kick us out. And they've been boasting that ever since. They have a royalty. They have a, a, a 
to, they have a king and queen who are no longer with us. Now it's just prince and princesses all the way down. There was a point where they had passports yes. as well. Oh, they have passports again. They do again? Yes. Well, they were, they were making passports, <laughs> and then they were discovering that, that nefarious people were using those passports. for uh, They were up to no good, so they paused for a time. Now you can still get a passport and an official ID card. Don't be like one of those nut jobs that is trying to say like, and if you're in the in the U.S., like I'm a sovereign citizen and your laws don't apply to me. No, your laws still apply to you even if you're in a country. Okay, uh, but it's just it's all in fun. It's imagination. It's play for adults. Lord and Williams. That's right, and you can set for a fee. You know, I could have been a knight, but then if if ever uh, you have to sign a document saying that if ever the country gets attacked, you're obligated to enlist in military service to defend it. And I was like, as ah, a knight, yeah, no. as a knight. I was like, nah, I don't know about that. So, But I could be a lord. Why not? Yes. We own a piece. We own a, a, this a was cubic my foot Christmas present. <laughs> this was my Christmas present one year. Yes. I yes. was like, guess what? Guess what, guys? I'm a lord. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is my lady. <laughs> Hi, maybe. Hello. <laughs> yeah. No, it's fun. It's like they, they it's send you, they silly. send you a plaque and stuff like that. It, it's it's all very fun. And I bet Tim Legas is also a member of the, no, the well, Noble Court. Well, if he court. isn't, he will be as soon as he hears about I'm it. I'm sure Tim he knows, knows all the cool stuff. stuff. He's one of the cool kids. He is one of the cool kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. some someday, someday it's gonna come in handy. Those noble certificates are gonna get us out of trouble. I'm telling you. Or I don't know. People will just be like, what? All right, so we've talked about Sealand. <laughs> Thank we've you. talked about um, trying to have, teach the kids this week. Yes. Um, we released a new episode of Mystery Max Investigates. He investigated the mayor of Springville. Yes, and not like the police investigates. No, he was just asking him some questions. Kind of like, like what, what does the mayor do? Yes, that's right. What's what's mm-hmm. your job? And and I had no idea. I was like, well, what do you really? What do you actually do as the mayor? Who knows? So we, we started there. Mm-hmm. It's my old, um, one of the old uh, adults in the Boy Scout troop, whose son is now in the, his son was like in the Foreign Legion or something like that, or the Peace Corps. Wow. Yeah, he's been skipping around different countries That's for a amazing. long time. Yeah. Yeah. But it was so cool. And it's just been really fun to get to um, interview all these different people. So if you haven't seen it yet, go to our Facebook page, scroll down a little, and you'll find Mystery Max Investigates What Does a Mayor Do? And you can see us, uh, well, not us, but uh, Max, Mystery Max, our puppet, interviewing Mayor Krebs from Springville. And then next Saturday, we will be releasing the auction video where we interview Damon Gentner of Gentner Commission Market, otherwise known as The Auction, which happens every Wednesday here in Springville. Mm-hmm. And we, le- we learned so much about it. We learned the history of the auction. That I learned why my barber was shut down on Wednesdays. Uh, and um, and he's, a, he's just a, a super cool guy. Uh, it was cool having him break down exactly what he's saying when he's like, like super fast. And it's our longest video, Max video to date, because there's so much stuff. There's cute baby animals. There's a bunch of junk being auctioned off. And my dad is like there every Wednesday early. Yeah. Early. He always buys something for like a couple bucks and tells, comes it. home and, and tells us what a steal he got for, you know, only a couple dollars or something. He loves it. Oh, it's so he much fun. It. Yeah, it's cool. It's, it's really cool. And there's some Amish 
that come and bring their stuff and ride in on their horses and buggies and it's really interesting so yeah. it's just one of the many things that makes springville so special and unique so we're so happy to be here and since we're talking about springville and feeling so blessed to be here uh, thank you to Springville Center for the Arts uh, for allowing for us to have the summer residency. Um, we've been doing these videos in collaboration with Springville Center for the Arts to give back to the community. And then also um, we're going to be doing a few more things over the course of the summer to give back to the community and maybe even make Springville a puppet town, which could be really fun. That's the goal, puppet town. They <laughs> 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 were yeah. taking over. So... Uh, Last two nights ago, you spent the night in a tent I with did, the boys. With how the did boys. they were super excited about it? So, but how did it go? Because I, 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 on our honeymoon, like we tented all over the place, and oh, it, it killed my back. Like every single night, I was just in pain, uh, including the the trip home on the the very long trip home. My back was still killing me. I hadn't figured out like all the ins and outs of how not how, how my back still worked. And like what stretches and preventative measures I needed to take every single day, but I still knew that like I could not sleep on the on the ground out there. It's too harsh. So so but I left I you guys. Did. But how did it, so? <laughs> let's tell everybody that story. Um. <laughs> well. Uh, Finn went to sleep almost immediately. Right, like he does. But it was so hot out and he insisted on being in the sleeping bag and I didn't understand that at all because it was, it was like 98 that day and so it's nighttime. It still had to have been about 89, 90 degrees, you know, even with the sundown. It was still really hot. So I was saying to the boys, like, we're, we have the sleeping bags. We will sleep on top of the sleeping bags until it gets to the point in the middle of the night where you're cold. And then you get in the sleeping bag. And then you're mm -hmm. so happy because you have something warm to get into. Well, Finn was insisting on going into the sleeping bag. So he went in. And then a second later, I hear him snoring because um, <laughs> he always has a very sweet little light snore. And uh, I unzip the sleeping bag, and he is covered in sweat, just mm. covered. It's so gross. And then uh, I'm like, get, Finn, what are you doing? Get out of the sleeping bag. So he's uh, like, like basically sleepwalking like a zombie <laughs> out of the sleeping bag. I get him on top of the sleeping bag, and he's like, I'm cold. And it's like, of course he's cold because he was covered in sweat, so he just got out of that. So now it's like he's cooling off immediately. So I give him his, um, he has this blanket that he really likes called a snowflake blanket. So I gave him a snowflake blanket, and, uh, and he takes the blanket, and he insists on putting it up over his head and tucking it even in behind his head so it's like a full-on cocoon and i'm like why <laughs> so five minutes later he's asleep again i hear the <sighs> sound of the snorey light mm -hmm. snore yes and then i i just i i i peel the blanket off of his face because at that point again covered in sweat mm -hmm. and i just kind of leave it at his waist a bit and then he just keeps sleeping until the middle of the night when you know, we all kind of woke up at the same time and went, we're cold. And so then we all got into our sleeping bags. And then Leaf, oh, Leaf, he just, at one point he said he was scared. I don't, I, I, I don't fully believe that he was scared. I think that he was just like, had a lot of energy and he didn't know how to channel it. Because um, he was like, look, there's lightning bugs. Oh my gosh. Like he just couldn't like calm himself down and then he was like I'm scared and I said do you want me to call up daddy and he can come out and get you and he's like no I want to stay here and I was like okay great well then we're just gonna go to sleep and I'm right here and at one point he's like I'm gonna sleep by the door and I was like no you're not sleeping by the door I am sleeping by the door mm -hmm. oh there was just a lot of talking 
Leaf could not reel it in. He just talked, 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 talked. And finally, I said, Leaf, we will not be able to listen to the sounds of the forest if you are talking. So you need to be quiet. Shh. And let's just listen and see what we can hear. And so I tried that for a while. And then eventually one of us <laughs> fell asleep. I don't remember you. who. Yeah, probably <laughs> me. But then eventually he fell asleep too. Yeah. So next next time uh, he, gets a, he gets a flashlight and a book. You know I, mean, I mean, we read books, but then, I, you know, I didn't want him to stay up till all hours reading while me and Finn are sleeping, Yeah. you know, and I also didn't want him reading, keeping me up. Like the whole thing with camping is the sun goes down and you go down, Yeah. you know, so then and I was not tired at 10 p.m., but that's how late we stayed up. I think there was like a whole hour of Leaf talking while Finn was sleeping and me saying, OK, now we're going to relax now we're gonna relax so finally finally we went to sleep but i mean that's really early for me i usually don't go to sleep until about midnight or 1 a.m so 10 p.m was like hard but it was good uh because then i didn't sleep well because it's i mean i'm used to sleeping on a mattress like i'm a you know older now and i had a thin (laughs) mat so that, old. I'm not that old, but I I will say that um, you know it's un it's not comfortable. Like I don't know how these guys like it just, they just didn't bother them at all, you know. Mm. And I had this, this thin mat underneath me, but it really didn't do much at all. And yeah. I, it's mostly just like I just have bony hips and stuff. And I and I would sleep on my back for like an hour, and then I'd wake up and then I'd have to switch my side. And the side is not unhappy because there's nothing to like cushion it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, blah blah blah. We all woke up at like 6 a.m. Finn, <laughs> Finn woke up and said, the sun's awake and I'm awake and it's morning time, morning time. And, you know, <laughs> then we're all awake. And then everybody had to go pee at the same time and we're too far away from the from the house. So yes. they all just left the tent, went pee on the side of the tent. Not on the tent, but like to close. the side of the tent, close uh. to the tent. And I was like, further away. Further away is going to smell like pee. Anyways, oh, these guys. are the issues with boys and mama boys and you know i mean what's nice is that since they are boys they can much more easily do that girls is harder to uh, have a nature pee like that Mm -hmm. there's a lot more to think about yeah (laughs) and consider (laughs) well well we'll we'll say the the younger the younger uh we've been working on he is great about you know keeping the pee inside until it's time but then he'd be like ooh uh, uh, and run <laughs> run know. to the bathroom and then there's this whole like throwing open the toilets and like throwing down like his pants and underwear as the pee is exploding out of him <laughs> it's, it's just like blah all at the same time so we've been working on that uh, because because like he'll he'll have peed his pants or there'll be pee everywhere everywhere and finally i saw it in person you know i saw it happen and i was just like okay this is a problem okay yeah so today Today, he came up and told me, mm-hmm. he's like, hey, guess what? You know, and he told me that, that he had done it without, like, without <laughs> the explosion happening. <laughs> yeah. I am just, I, I know that there will be a point where we won't have to deal with anything with the bathroom <laughs> for an entire day with these uh, kids. I really Like, so. I mean, oh, God. It's just, there's just so much with the pee and the poop and the, I mean, like you think you get to a certain age and you're like, are we done yet? No, you are not. You're not done dealing with that and you will continue to deal with that. But there might be a a point where we don't have to deal with that for an entire day. And I am looking forward to that day. I remember when they were 
just born like Finn was just born and Leaf was two years old and I remember thinking to myself there will be a day at some point where nobody cries for an entire day oh yes and that will be a beautiful thing so (laughs) this too shall pass yeah and no I was I was remembering I was remembering feeling like when Leaf was four and Finn was two feeling like someday I won't have to carry one of them you know, or someday I won't have to like be holding on to one of them at all times or something, mm-hmm. you know. I still carry them though a little bit because yeah. I can. They're they're getting to be big. Um, so that's why I still do it because pretty soon I'm not going to be able to, especially with Leaf. But Finn is only five pounds lighter than Leaf, but somehow it's more evenly distributed or something. It's all muscle. Like if you like mm-hmm. gra- grab his arm or leg or anything and it's like, it's like a tree trunk. <laughs> You know, it's solid mass of muscles, you know. So, yeah, I think it's all it's all about that. Yeah. Which is good because his, his older brother is not going to be able to get away with those same shenanigans. He is not as, uh, you know, Finn gets really upset when his older brother will, will say like, okay, race you, and then start running. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're getting closer. Yeah, Finn's going to beat him he's gonna He's going to hit that gap and he's going to surpass him physically, which is great for the power structure. For the for that relationship, because for the older not always to be stronger. Well, maybe that'll help nice. Leaf and uh, want to do better in school. You know, mm-hmm. maybe I don't know. I know that that was a dynamic uh, with friends of mine who had siblings growing up. That um, the second there were three kids, the second child, the middle child, yeah. ended up doing very very well in school and come to find out later you know when we talked uh as he got older that it was because he felt unnoticed so he ended up trying to do very well in school so that his parents would notice him more mm-hmm. yeah so i just thought that was interesting yeah mm-hmm. yeah we'll see how that shakes out i don't know yeah don't who know. knows right hey dave hey wavy <laughs> wavy is still uh uh, is watching and Karen says she's still waiting. Oh boy, when her ki- her kids are grown. grown. Oh, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Maybe that's in reference to something else. Oh, okay, good. Maybe we said something else that we, that we were waiting for, but um, but uh, uh we want to say hi to Wavy. Hi, Wavy. Wavy has this amazing um uh, patch program that he's been doing with the called the Department of Peace. Um, where he uh, makes these patches, and I think he has T-shirts too, um, where that you can get uh, that say Department of Peace, and they're so awesome. And they inspired me to make these uh, armbands that say Disarm. It's like the, a similar kind of aesthetic, and that was um, inspired from uh, Wavy's Department of Peace stuff. Mm-hmm. We love Wavy. Hi, Wavy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it's been it's been a week. Tomorrow is going to be a big day. We're partnering. We're we're teaming up with this company called Serious After School. No, Serious Fun. Thank you, Serious Fun. It's like an it's an after school program, but they're doing like full day streaming programs now. And so, this whole week starting starting tomorrow for the next five weeks, we're going to be partnering with them, mm-hmm. which is a big deal. And we're super excited. And it's going to mean a lot of sessions, doing like fifteen minutes of puppet show, then having kids draw things. Uh, the, the sessions with all the kids are like 30 to 45 minutes. Uh, and then you get to repeat the curriculum, which yeah. is nice. Yeah. So, so yeah. So Chad's going to be super busy doing that. I'll be... And our, and our team. Doing my job at the Jim Henson Foundation mm-hmm. with Cheryl Henson. So that'll be so fun. 
And um, what else are we doing this week? That's about it. And I mean, it's just like your regular stuff. You know, it's going to be more busy. But I feel like mm-hmm. I've been I've been in this space a lot. But there's 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 always work to do. You know, no been, matter where we are. I've been making um, a new puppet for Wonder Spark, and that's been progressing. So. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, I have a, a build along with me session where I'm either fixing something that's broken or I'm building a puppet. Lately, I've been building this Rapunzel puppet mm-hmm. that I'm very excited about. And I've just finally gotten the the head shape to a point where we can start really thinking about facial features. Cool. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's like, whoo, things are happening. Amazing. Well, tune yeah. in. Uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays at 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Yeah, if you want to watch Z make a hand puppet live. Sometimes um, it's 4:03 p.m. No goodness. It's it's as just as just real life people. Yeah. But we try for 4 p.m. But it's hard. I'm finishing up one job and then I begin another job. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I've, uh, I'm writing a new script, but it's like I don't know if it's like this for everybody, but usually I get really excited about an idea and flesh it out. And then I'm stuck trying to feel like, okay, but what about X, Y, and Z? I want this to be more than just a booth show and I have all these like drawings and stuff. And then the more I think about it, I'm like, oh man, I get like, I get hung up on not like details, but like what I want it to be. Uh, Like, okay, great. This is a great idea. Maybe it's more of a kid's book or maybe this is like something that doesn't exactly fit so this week I wrote out like what do what what do I want the message of the show to be, mm. which is the core of it, and then how do I want kids to feel when they come away from the show, and that really helped me focus on like okay all the work I've been doing up until so like version six of what of my idea, I'm like and that's gone, <laughs> goodbye everything I've been like researching every single day and drawing characters and like what the set's gonna be and where we're gonna go goodbye because uh, I wasn't fitting it wasn't 100 percent you know it wasn't fitting exactly what I needed and so now I have a new idea and like okay that fits exactly where I want to be and then I could fill in all the little details going through there but it's like I have all these little scraps of stuff that could be something but I can't cling to them because usually the first seven versions of something or crap or, or my stuff or, or crap and then by like version eight it starts to be like okay this could actually be good and then the testing phase begins where you make like crummy puppets and try it out and and go from there so so i will tell you that um i'm back to animals been listening a lot to uh, a lot of people about where we're at. I am a white male puppeteer. Uh, Even though I'm not seen when I'm manipulating a figure, I think that uh, things have changed. So I think I'm back to, I'm back on the animal wagon. Uh, I'm not going to be um, using any human characters because it's just too volatile right now. This is for the Jewish show that you're writing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not for Rapunzel. No, no. Yeah. No, okay. I, I mean, I don't even know if we're gonna have a Rapunzel show. By the way, like, yeah, it's just I just, fun to, I to just make. really wanted to make this puppet. So, and while Chad is figuring out what this new show is gonna be that he's making, yeah. I just, I had this uh, image that I saw of by this illustrator, and I just loved it. It's this black Rapunzel, and I, I saw it. 
I think a couple months ago mm-hmm. that you showed it to me. And then since then, it's just like been like here in my brain, like, God, that image is so beautiful. And I love the story of Rapunzel. I just have always, like, just I love the idea of somebody climbing up somebody's hair. And I don't know, it's just like so fantastical in a sense. Um, so, and maybe also because the idea of being trapped <laughs> Not being able to leave your house. <laughs> Maybe I was just relating uh-huh. and projecting a lot. But um, when when it came time to start doing these build-along sessions, I said, you know what? I really wanted to make that puppet. So even if we don't do anything with it, I'm going to make a beautiful puppet. And, um, and then, you know, I do do commission work. So if anybody uh, wants me to make a puppet of somebody that they love or somebody that they know, I'd be happy to make a puppet of, of even you. Uh, I just need pictures of uh, your the front of your face, um, the profile and the three quarter, and then any other pictures that you have. And, um, and then I can, uh, we can talk about price and I can make a puppet. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Chad's thinking, in all her free time. Yeah. But, you know. But, you know, maybe you can get it to him in, like, five years. Five years no, is a good no, time No, 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 that's not as, as lo- how long it takes. But um, I, we can, I'm, I'm getting better at timetables and such. I really am. I, things have been getting completed. So. Yeah. That's nice. So. Yes. I think that's it for this week, man. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, it's, it's, it's like, um. Yeah, it's going to be a busy week, so it's like let's get back to our kids. Let's mm-hmm. you have you get back to your kids, right? I'm assuming at this point. <laughs> uh, and yeah, I hope everyone has a great week. Oh, the one thing we did mention: I've been growing a garden, and I got to harvest some cucumbers yesterday, and that was so exciting. Oh, you know, we got to post them. Then. Yeah, okay. Get post a photo. Yeah, yeah, but it's been so so rewarding. I've never gotten to plant a real vegetable garden before and this is just a tiny one but um i've never grown cucumbers and that's just been awesome these like it's and and they do so much work when you're not there like they they do crazy things and then you go back and visit the next day and you're like oh my gosh you guys were busy look at you you're so much further along you take little tendrils and you wrap them around things and trellis you gotta watch all right you you gotta watch this sketch, this amazing sketch comedy by a famous British comedian whose name I forget, uh, where he's like, he, he he's a farmer and he's like, hey, come here, come here, check this out. Look at these things. You plant them in the ground and then they just grow on their own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a little like that. And I'm also a little like what we were saying the other day, like Mrs. Tottington from The Were Rabbit. Um, from uh, Wallace and Gromit. I'm like Miss Tottington right. uh, with my carrot. And I'm so excited about the Yeah, and those bad bunnies came and ate, ate the tops, ate the greens off your onions the other day because somebody, somebody left pro- the... probably me, left left the gate open. I don't know who did it. Either you or one of the boys. Maybe it was the bunnies. Maybe you know, the maybe, bunnies did maybe it. Maybe the deer came over, like, you know, like Ocean's... Uh, they used their nose. Ocean, Ocean's three. Nuzzled. And it was like, yeah, like, whoop, up with that. And the snake was like... <laughs> Helping the gate open and the bunnies went in and like, okay, gobble them up. Well, the the onions are still there, but there's no tops left. No tops. You got to make a Peter Rabbit um, scarecrow. Uh, well, bunnies. Yeah, I, Let's I get mean, some kids' clothes out there. <laughs> we have the CDs. I'm supposed to hang the CDs, and the motion is supposed to scare off the animals as well. Uh, so, put an owl sculpture up too. There's all sorts of things I could be doing. Yeah. It's just me versus the slugs right now. So the, the the little puppy pooped in the kitchen. We could put some of that out there. 
I bet um, that'd be a good deterrent. I don't want to. No, that's no? okay. No. no. I've been putting eggshells out. Anyway. Um, <laughs> blame your mother. What does that mean? Oh, I don't know what that means. Uh, Rapunzel, maybe? Oh, uh, oh maybe. Maybe that's what it, that's in reference to. I didn't look down soon enough. Um, so anyway, we had a really great uh, um, uh, week with the garden. And now... We're going to have a really great week with the puppet company. And I hope that you all have a really great week. Oh, and don't forget um, my PSA. Um, uh, if you're having a tough time, if you're in a part of the country where things are really going getting rough right now and you're feeling like you're not yourself um, or that you, you really could use somebody to talk to but you don't know who that could be, you know, make sure that you reach out and talk to somebody. You could talk to us, you can talk to anybody, but, um, oh, for anything that goes wrong. Well, right now I'm blaming the pandemic, but yes, it's true. You could definitely blame your mother for don't, anything. Don't, don't worry, Karen. I blame my mom for everything, <laughs> but usually that's true. No, be nice. What? Be nice. Um, they don't have internet access. They won't be watching this anytime soon. Yes, but they are giving us a place to live. So, All I have to do is mention the word therapy and my parents will will, will, will run away. <laughs> anyway, um, I, what I'm trying to say, thank you for mentioning therapy, is that if you are in need of uh, talking to somebody, if you're starting to feel like you don't matter, you do matter. Things are worth, you are worth it. You are special. You are important. And um, don't let the sadness get you down. Um, I know that Sometimes if you can't be in touch with people for periods of time and things are really intense and maybe in your state or your area right now because of the pandemic, it might feel like it's too much, but um, there are people out there to help. So make sure that you get the help that you need. Um, you matter. Okay. And I just want to make sure I say that every week because um, it, it can be really intense uh, going forward. So um, thank you so much, everybody, for everything. And um, yes, the roof over your head. We are so appreciative to Chad's parents for the roof over our head right now. So thank you. And um, we <laughs> we're going to head out and um, go play with our kids, I think, for the rest of the day. But okay. so Bye, thanks, guys. everybody. Thanks for listening. We are the Puppet Parent Podcast. You can check out more episodes uh, over at Puppet Parent Podcast. Dot com. We're uh, live streaming these episodes, uh, live, uh, live streaming the recording every mm -hmm. Sunday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over at facebook.com slash wondersparkpuppets or on YouTube, youtube.com slash nycpuppets. It's a long story. Yes, we also have youtube.com slash wondersparkpuppets. But anyway, all right. Thanks so much, everybody, and we'll see you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.